Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. This episode of the Sports Spectrum podcast with Tyler Trent from Purdue is brought to you by Compassion International. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum. This is your chance to release a child from poverty. It's $38 a month, and we are so excited and so thankful for the great work being done by Compassion International. I'm grateful to have them as partners here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. For $38 a month, your sponsorship provides access to school, medical care, food, vocational training, and the opportunity This is most important, the opportunity to know Jesus. Compassion International does it right. We're grateful for their partnership. Releasing a child from poverty, that's what this is about. And you connecting with a child and providing them hope. $38 a month, it's the holiday season. This is a great time to gather around the table, to get the family together, to go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum and sponsor a child today. Our guest today on the Sports Spectrum Podcast is Tyler Trent, and if you know that name, Tyler is a 20-year-old Purdue student um, who's in the fight of his life right now, and I am so honored and humbled to be able to invite Tyler and have him accept my invitation to come on uh, this podcast. You know, he's been on SportsCenter and co-hosting and doing interviews uh, with Scott Van Pelt, and uh, his story was featured on ESPN back in early October, and that's what really sort of thrusted Tyler into the spotlight. And uh, everybody that I've talked to and seen, especially on social media, uh, has been inspired and impacted by Tyler's fight. And he is in a fight. He's in the fight of his life. He's a cancer fighter. He's also a huge sports fan and a huge Purdue fan. And it was so cool to watch him and his one sort of wish was to watch Purdue beat Ohio State. And he got to go to the game. ESPN documented it. It's on YouTube. It's wonderful. He got to go to the game. He got to be in the locker room with the team. And he got to watch Purdue really kick Ohio State's butt. They they beat them and beat them pretty badly. And that was such a neat thing to watch um, them rally around Tyler. And uh, after the game coming in and telling, you know, players were telling Tyler how, you know, they inspired him. And Tyler has inspired so many including myself. And I just, I don't know why I, I was watching him do a bunch of interviews and, and share his faith a little bit uh, here and there on social media. And, you know, the platform that we have is to talk openly about our faith and not be ashamed of it. And uh, Tyler has never been ashamed of his faith through this whole ordeal. And so I wanted to see if he'd be willing to come on to this podcast and talk about Jesus and talk about his faith and what it means to him and to talk about his battle a little bit. And so I'm truly honored. This is this is one probably the hardest interview I've ever had to do, um, but it's also the most um, impactful interview I've ever done. And I'm certainly humbled uh, to be able to talk to Tyler Trent. He's been an inspiration to me. I believe he'll be an inspiration to you as well. So let's get to it. Take a listen to our interview with Purdue student, super fan, cancer fighter, and true inspiration, Tyler Trent. Tyler, welcome to the program. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Tyler, it's truly an honor to have you here on the show, on the podcast. Let's start with just your health. How are you doing right now? Uh, you know, things are going about as well as they can considering the circumstances. Uh, so I can't complain. 
That's good. The past few months, you've become in many ways like this rock star uh, in a lot of ways. And we're also encouraged by your fight and obviously how you're living your life. And we've seen all the happy smiles and the great things that have come your way. Uh, but I wonder how how have the past few months been? Because as great as all the things that you've been able to do have been, you're still in a battle here. So I wonder how has the last few months been for you? Uh, you know, you know, like like you said, there are definitely smiles, and so you know the smiles obviously come during good times. Um, but there are definitely been some hard times as well. You know, you can't. Uh, sorry about that. That's okay. You, know, you can't hide that. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, no, so there are definitely hard times and good times, um, for sure. So, um, you know, just with, with anything, uh, medical wise, um, you know, it's always kind of a variable just in, you know, for me at least, you know, every day is kind of like playing the lottery, uh, just in, you know, based upon how I'm going to feel and. I have these things called nephrostomy tubes because my kidneys don't function properly. So I have to have my my kidneys manually manually, manually flushed uh, via these things called nephrostomy tubes. And so they tend to stop working very often. And so uh, just, you know, day to day, just depending on whether they're working or not is, is a gamble. Um, and so if they're not working, then we have, you know, it's kind of a very tension. brings a lot of tension in my home and anxiety because... Uh, depending on how badly you know they're not working what or working um could end up in me being in the hospital um and having to have emergency surgery kind of like i did uh during the week of the ohio state game well following you on twitter obviously that's how we got connected and so many have watched your journey tyler uh and are inspired your faith is clearly a big part of your life uh this is a faith in sports podcast so i just want to ask you about your faith a little bit your faith in jesus and where let's start with where that started for you. Were you raised in a Christian household, and, and was your faith part of your your journey for you know a good part of your life? Um, yeah, no, I was raised in a Christian household. Uh, uh, my parents, you know, I owe a lot of my my upbringing and just you know a lot of my faith to my parents who uh, raised me in a Christian household. So you know, I've been in the church for. You know, my entire 20 years of my life. How has your relationship with Christ sustained you throughout all this? Uh, how has it helped you, especially in the last year and even in the last few months of you battled and fight? How is that that faith sustaining you? Um, I, You know, it's, it's my everything. It's the, the cornerstone. So, you know, every morning I make sure to get in the Word. And, you know, my faith is what keeps me going, honestly. I don't think I would be able to smile um, or had the the happy face, you know, that people have seen on TV without my faith and just, you know, that supporting me and me knowing, you know, whether, whether I wake up tomorrow or not, um, I know where I'm going to end up. And so, you know, having that comfort and that peace is huge. And I, I really don't know how anyone is able to, to, to fight kind of, you know, a terminal illness without, without faith, honestly. Yeah, I want to ask you about that. Just encourage those that are listening. We have a lot of families, certainly a lot of coaches, people who've been through things as well. Uh, certainly probably not to the extent that you're fighting right, right now. But explain to people how you're able to still trust in a God, trust in Jesus when you're going through what you're going through. Yeah, you know, it's definitely not easy, I would say. Um, you know, there have definitely been 
uh, you know, and I'm not going to pretend like it's always been easy. Um, or, you know, it's always kind of been there for me. Um, when I was first diagnosed, I definitely entered a deep depression. Um, and, you know, ask all those questions that, you know, one would think that, you know, to normally ask, you know, questioning God, you know, why would you give me cancer? Because, you know, when I was first diagnosed, I was 15 years old. And so that's a lot for a kid of that age to take on. Sure. Um, and so, you know, I know I asked all those questions of um, why God and was angry at God for, you know, about a year. And I would say it wasn't really until I was diagnosed for a second time where, you know, I was really able to um, kind of find my faith and make it my own. Um, and I would say, you know, that's kind of when the light switch turned on for me. When I was diagnosed for a second time, you know, I re- that's when I kind of just really turned it over to God and, you know, wanted to make, make sure that, it, you know, I was giving him, you know, all the glory through that. What's been uh, your favorite Bible verse or maybe a message or a Bible story that has helped you during this time? Um, yeah, no, a Bible verse that's kind of been, you know, that I found. Um, and actually, it was in my daily devotional. Uh, when my parents first told me that I had cancer, it's First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen, which says, "Rejoice always, uh, uh, give thanks. Uh, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus through you." And so, you know, this is something that I really try and live out and uh, really believe in. And you know, I would say, you know, just in, in hard times, just trying remind myself of the fact that, you know, I should rejoice always and you give thanks, you know, because, you know, it's God's will, uh, whether, whether I want it to be or not, um, you know, uh, you know, God has a plan for me and I, you know, I don't know what that is and, you know, whatever it is, I should be okay with it. Um, and that's, you know, it's a lot to take on a lot to really kind of believe, I would say, and it's not easy to believe at all times for sure. Yeah, it's not easy for um, anyone to rejoice always and pray without ceasing and be thankful and everything, especially for somebody who's battling the way you're battling. So it's very inspirational and very encouraging. I got to ask you about um, ESPN and they did that story on you. And I just thought it was so inspiring the way they did that. And then Scott Van Pelt had you on SportsCenter. And I love that interview. And that seemed like such a cool thing that you got to do. Tell me about that experience and having because you were still you were battling and it wasn't easy even to have a camera crew filming you during those times. Tell me about the ESPN story. Cause that's really what catapulted you sort of into this, you know, I don't want to call it fame, but into the public spotlight because a lot of people in Indiana knew your journey, but certainly once ESPN did that story, it became sort of a national story for everybody else to learn about. Tell me about ESPN and coming to you film that with you and what that experience was like. Yeah, I know that was a pretty crazy experience, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I don't really exactly know how they found my story. I just know that, at least from what they told my dad, uh, they had kind of been following my story for a little bit. And from local news pieces, because, you know, like you said, the local news kind of had already knew about me and my story. Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of already prominent within Indiana a little bit. Um, and so they contacted my dad and said, hey, you know, we would like to do a piece on your son. Would he be open to that? And you know, for a guy like me who loves sports, who grew up watching sports, yeah. uh, getting to be on ESPN is you know every every little kid's dream. And so you know, I was absolutely all for 
um, uh, sharing my story with them. And, and, you know, the fact that for me, it was like an answer to prayer because, uh, when I was, like I said, when I was diagnosed for a second time, you know, I really just prayed the Lord and said, Hey Lord, you know, I don't know what you have planned for me during this second diagnosis, but you know, whatever it is, I want to give you glory through that. Mm. Um, and so I just saw that as an opportunity, you know, to, you know, also share my faith as well as my story. And just, you know, I saw that as an answer to prayer as well. Of the Lord saying, "Hey, here's an opportunity for you to share, um, you know, share about me and kind of be a light in the dark world." And so, the you know, the Scott Van Pelt thing was like, you know, a dream as well. Um, I, you know, I grew up watching him, and yeah. you know, I you know I said that within the piece, and so you know, he's someone that I look up to and respect greatly within the sports world. And so, just being able to um, be on his show was was incredible um and just you know just something that i know i see as you know just as the lord rewarding me i would say in a way of just um you know not trying to sound vain in any way shape or form but once again of him just you know i just say the lord you know just open source and i'm just walking through him so you know it wasn't hard for me to say no to scott you know when he (laughs) first asked me that's for sure yeah, he's the best, that's for sure. And I know your Twitter page has kind of grown quite a bit lately, too, and that's how you and I connected. Uh, a lot of people are tweeting at you, sending prayers and notes of encouragement, and I'm sure you even get some private DM messages because your DMs are open. Share with us, if you could, maybe one or two or, or just maybe the one person or situation that has tweeted at you, maybe it was privately, maybe it was publicly, that you were just blown away by. You couldn't believe that this person was tweeting at you or sending you a note of encouragement. Yeah, no, I would definitely say, you know, it has to be Drew Brees. Um, Drew reached out and Drew reached out and de- privately DM me and told me that, you know, that he was praying for me and just was thankful, you know, that I was a Purdue Boilermaker and was there for the um, Ohio State game and helped, you know, I guess, help them win, you know, is what people were saying, I guess. Yeah. Um, which I don't think I really played that huge of a role personally, but because mm-hmm. I didn't physically, you know, stuff feel, you know, play play uh, a snap at all. So you know, I give all credit to the guys who were who actually did play the game um, and you know won it, you know, physically for for the Purdue Boilermakers. So, um, so yeah, no, I would say you know, just, you know, he's someone once again that I. I've looked up to my entire life and just, you know, I see as a, a great role model for, um, you know, how people, you know, how a man should live. And, um, you know, you know, you know, I love everything that he stands for and, uh, just the way that he is, you know, raised his family and, you know, all the volunteer stuff that he does within his community. Um, and so just, you know, receiving a DM from him, um, was super encouraging just because he's just someone I look up to so much. Last couple questions here with Tyler Trent on the podcast. Tyler, what's the biggest lesson or um, something you've learned from the Lord during all this time that he's been teaching you? Is there something that God has shown you during all this uh, that you can share with our audience? Yeah, you know, I would say, you know, to a point, um, and this is one thing that I've tried to uh, recite time and time again, um, not only to myself, but to other people who are willing to listen as well. 
It's just the fact that, you know, everyone has a story. There just needs to be someone willing to listen to it. Mm. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of how, you know, I came to, you know, I was, you know, like you said, this, this fame is the fact that, you know, ESPN was willing to listen to my story or you can go all the way back to the local news was first, you know, willing to listen to my story and then tell it. And, you know, from that, it, you know, kind of, we have the snowball effect of me having, you know, the opportunity of just, you know, being able to, um, share my story with a bunch, you know, with thousands of other people. Um, and, you know, not only share my story, but share, share the love of Christ with thousands of other people. And so, you know, I can't, you know, I can't promise that that's how the Lord's going to work in everyone's life. Um, but, you know, I'd say, you know, it's really important just to listen to other people um, and take time out of your day to sacrifice uh, your time to listen to other people because not only can they encourage you uh, through their battles but and through things that they're suffering through, but you can also encourage them uh, just through taking time to listen to them because, um, you know, you never know what other people are going through. Right. And it's really easy nowadays to hide behind a fake smile and hide things, um, and put on a mask, so to say. Um, and so I say listening to other people, uh, is definitely something that I have, you know, just been encouraged by and just, you know, I was on crutches when I was at Purdue because I had, had to have a hip surgery. And so, you know, this one day that I was talking to someone, uh, um, on Purdue's campus and they had told me, uh, you know, I was just kind of asking them, um, some questions and was just kind of listening to their story. And they had told me that they had um, actually had to spend three years on crutches uh, because they had been through some medical issues. And just, you know, that was just really kind of uh, just in that moment, re kind of made me you know, think about, you know, just the fact that I had mentally been complaining to myself just about the fact that, I, you know, I had to use crutches for like a year. Um, and so, and just through listening to their story and just the fact that, you know, they had to use it, use crutches on Purdue to get around Purdue's campus for three years was, you know, mind blowing for me. I, you know, just couldn't, in that moment, just could not fathom how that they, they had done that uh, when I had, you know, spent kind of a year on crutches. Yeah. And so that's, you know, just an example, I guess, I can, can give you of how listening to others can just impact you in your day. That's great wisdom, Tyler. Last question for you, buddy. And I really, again, appreciate you joining us. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. We're taping this Wednesday, November 21st. Thanksgiving's tomorrow. We're going to run this Friday, November 23rd for everybody to listen to. What are you most thankful for? You you mentioned that Bible verse in 1 Thessalonians. It says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So what are you thankful for most, Tyler? Um, Honestly, just the ability to be home. And spend Thanksgiving with my family. Um, when I when I came home from Purdue and first entered into hospice care, you know they only gave me a couple of weeks to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just the fact that you know I've, I've the Lord has provided me this much time still is you know you know I don't know what He has planned still for me, um, but just incredibly thankful that you know I'm still here and able to spend a Thanksgiving with my family. Yeah, that's awesome. Tyler, you're a true inspiration, buddy. We are praying for you. I'm grateful for you for shining that light of Christ that you have 
to the masses. And uh, we just really appreciate you joining us. And hey, go Boilers, man. I, I don't, is that how you say it? Go Boilers? Is it Boiler Up? I'm uh, not a Boilermaker fan. It's Boiler Up. Boiler yeah. Up. Okay. Well, Tyler, Boiler Up, buddy. We really appreciate you. And uh, we're praying for you, man. Have a great Thanksgiving and uh, all the best to you, buddy. Well, thank you. You have a great Thanksgiving as well. Um, yeah, I'm Boiler Up. Many thanks to Tyler Trent for joining us here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. And Tyler's doing some great things trying to, to gain attention to uh, cancer and to cancer research. And so he's got a couple things going on that I, I want to point you guys to. And I really want to encourage you to um, help raise money uh, and help raise awareness to Tyler um, Tyler's story by purchasing, first of all, the bobblehead, the Tyler Trent, Tyler Strong, Purdue University bobblehead. Uh, they have them for pre-sale right now at a specific website that we have linked on sportspectrum.com. The website's kind of a long one, so I don't want to share it because it's easy to forget. But if you go to sportspectrum.com, and actually if you just go to Tyler's Twitter page, at the Tyler Trent, you'll see it. You'll see that link for his bobblehead there to scroll through his timeline and go purchase a bobblehead. The proceeds of that are going to go to Cancer Research with the V Foundation as well as the Tyler Trent Cancer Research Endowment. So go check that out. Also want to encourage you to buy a t-shirt. Tyler's got these t-shirts that he's he's helping sell, um, and you can check those out. Here's a website for that, represent.com slash Tyler, represent.com slash Tyler. Proceeds going to the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Join us in praying for Tyler, would you? Um, we believe in, in his story. We, uh, we're so proud of him, obviously, the way that he's fought. I say we as in like all of us because everybody knows his story now, especially in the sports community. And uh, he's a fighter. And I just love, not only does he fight, but he fights with faith. He fights with Christ. Just grateful to Tyler for um, being willing to come on this podcast. I was actually very nervous um, in doing this interview. I just felt a heavy responsibility to do this uh, properly. And um, I hope I did. I Really, I just pray that God uses this interview um, to point people back to him and to make sure Tyler's story gets out to as many people that maybe haven't heard it uh, if they haven't seen it by now on ESPN. So truly grateful and humbled, wishing Tyler nothing but the best. Uh, much love to him and his entire family and, uh, and boiler up. I'm learning the way boiler up. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time here on the sports spectrum podcast.